Now entering the studio of ELR Prophetic Shift, where we're spreading the gospel throughout all nations. Thank you for being our guest. God bless you. All right, guys, we're getting ready to tune in. So thank you for tuning in on tonight. Once again, meeting us here tonight on a mantle of prayer. Amen. God bless you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you, tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to EMR Prophetic Church. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. 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 God bless you tonight. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless everybody on tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We got a few more minutes, everybody. We got 21 seconds. Call us live at 516-387-1425. Amen on tonight. Amen. We're starting in nine seconds. Here is the rebel of prayer and petition. Hallelujah. And the Lord says he's heard your petitions. And he's moving concerning your petitions now. The Lord says he has not brought you this far to leave you. My God. Amen. We just bring best greetings. Amen. From ELR Prophetic Church. Podcast Network, where we're spreading the gospel throughout the nation. We'd like to introduce the some and others that may not know on tonight on the host for um, a mantle of prayer on tonight. I'm going to turn it over to the host, amen, under the direction of the Holy Ghost, amen, the Honorable Dr. Prophetess Linda Robertson Lang, amen, on tonight. God bless you. God bless you, saints, amen, hallelujah. Another Thursday night with the Lord himself. Praise the Lord. I'm I'm excited about what God's getting ready to do in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask you to turn your Bibles to uh, the book of Acts. The book of Acts. The book of Acts 17. 17. If you'd like, get a piece. I get a pencil and paper to take you some notes. Just only go by what I say, but write some notes and go back to later and go 
through them and make sure you understand. I've learned that you never go through the word and not understand it. And if you do not understand it, you get a dictionary, you get a Bible, you get everything. You understand the word of God so that we cannot be changed. We cannot be shattered by we cannot be stopped and blocked and hindered in the word of God when you know your word for yourself and that's why it's important to know your word and know your way amen Acts 17 let's pray father we thank you tonight for this word God ask Glenda to take a seat and let the Holy Ghost subside in me. God, hide me behind the cross. Hide me in such a way that the enemy cannot detect me or stop me or hinder me in the things of God. I thank you now, God, for you have always answered my prayer. I pulled out every strong, everything that is not like God, everything that in the pathway to stop me from putting the word of God out to your people in the name of Jesus. I direct the enemy. I direct the devil himself to go back, take directions, and go straight to hell in the name of Jesus. For we shall not take no prisoners tonight, for we shall do what God have called us to do. Amen. The book of Acts. We're going to talk about tonight Paul. Paul, the apostle, Paul, Paul that turned the whole world upside down, Paul that met, uh, that was, uh, was met by Jesus on the Damascus road and said, um, Paul, um, why are you fighting against the prick or against me, against my word? And then Paul fell down and realized that he was having a conversation with God. Paul himself, amen. Paul was treacherous. Paul was mean-spirited. In fact, Paul's other name was Saul because it was tradition that when I change your name, I change your God. I ask you a question today. When you change your name spiritually, did you change your God? In fact, do you know who your God is? That there's no person apart from Jesus himself that shaped the history of Christianity like the Apostle Paul. Amen. Even before he was a believer, his actions were significant. His frenzy his persecutions of the Christians uh, uh, fighting against the gospel worldwide, that Paul's personal encounter with Jesus changed his life. He never looked back. And whatever he did, he did it with ferocity. He did it with a vigor. He did it with, in such a way that you had to know that Paul was a changed man. I ask you to think in yourself, are you a changed man? Are you a changed woman? Are you no longer the same? 
Are you been transformed by the renewing of your mind? Are you being transformed by the new renewing of your mind? Well, Paul, the apostle, was that kind of man. Paul studied with the great teachers and preachers of the time. Paul was a Jew. And Paul knew all the the, the literature. Paul knew all the ins and outs of the gospel. Paul knew everything. So he knew how to persecute the Christians. Well, by the time we get to the book of 17, Acts 17, I'll say that every now and then in case somebody comes in. After you get to the book of Acts 17, he comes, had this encounter with God. He went into a place where a man that they should have been afraid of, God took him there and sat here and gave him his eyesight. Paul changed the world. Can you change the world? Will you try to change the world? Where here Paul is in this place called Athena. And he sends for Silas and Timothy, his friends. And they, they, in, they, um, they conducted Paul's um, uh, uh, thoughts into Athena. So they went into this particular place uh, with Silas and Paul. And here we start at the verse um, 17, Acts 17, verse 17, verse 16, I'm sorry. Now, while Paul waited for them at Athena, that was the place, his spirit was stirred up in him. Have you ever been in a place that you just feel something on the inside? You feel God's dealing with you, that you feel that something unusual is happening, that something in the spirit, spirit is changing your mind, changing your spirit and changing your attitude. Well, this is what Paul was talking about. He says, therefore, uh, 17, therefore, I disputed he in the synagogue. So here Paul, as you usually do, when he goes from place to place, he would go into the synagogue. He would go into the church house. He would go into the synagogue. And there he would go and study the scriptures and tell the people about uh, Jesus, the soon coming king. And therefore, they're the disputing here in the synagogue. So there was a disagreement in the synagogue with the Jews, okay? The Jews, I read in one book, says the Jews were the mortal enemies of God. In other words, they liked him, but they didn't love him. They liked him, but they did not want to do what the word said. So while here they're in the synagogue, they were disputing the word of God. And uh, the, the, the devout persons or the the, the people that were uh, fighting against God and fighting against the scriptures and changing the world, uh, 
they began to fight against what they were saying in the synagogue and in the market daily. They were in the market daily, he said, uh, with the devout Jews. And in the marketplace with them that met him there. So here they are in the marketplace where near the synagogue or somewhere in the proximity of the synagogue. Um, it says they're having a conversation because there was a stirring up the spirit of God. Seventeen says, and therefore disputing he and within the devout persons in the marketplace with them that met with him. So we're there together. Eighteen says, and then a certain philosopher of Aturian and of uh, the stocks encountered him and said, what will this babbler say? In other words, what is he talking about? What is Paul talking about? Um, um, we know the law. We, uh, we enforce the law. Yes, we are the law. Yes, we are Jews. We're not Gentiles, but we are Jews, and we go by the word strictly. Knows them. There's nothing else but the Jewish customs going on. So why is this man talking so much? Why is he babbling? What is he saying? It says, others said, he seemeth to be a settled forth of a strange God. In other words, they're saying maybe he's acting like a strange God. Maybe we're not serving the same God. Maybe we're not praying to the same God. Maybe this is a crazy man that doesn't know what he's doing because this is our place. This is our residence. This is our, uh, our synagogue. This is our marketplace. And this crazy man is talking and babbling out strange doctrines. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a time of strange doctrines. Some people say there is no God. Some people say, well, there's a God, but it's not the God that we serve. Uh, uh, that is not the same God that, uh, that our fathers and that our mothers served. But we know because we come, we are in contact contact with our our God, with the, the, the man, Abraham, who was the seed of our religion. That is the same God that we serve, that we not be changed by every wind and doctrine. We not be moved by what you think or what you say, but because we serve the same God of Isaac, Jacob, Joshua, Enoch, uh, Deborah, uh, 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 we serve that same kind of God. And so we're not crazy. We, we're not stupid, but he says, and the certain philosophers. So I want you to understand that the Jews particularly love philosophy. Philosophy, such things as if, uh, that if I throw a ball up, it must come down because it is, it is a sign of gravity. That, um, that if we, 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 we do certain things that we see, uh, of this man called Jesus walking on, 
the water. That is, is, it is impossible because a man cannot walk on the water because it is not God, because what us up goes up must come down, and it is proven that a man cannot walk on the sea. Amen. And then a certain philosopher, the Greek philosophers, there's Jewish philosophers, there's all oh, there's agnostic philosophers just don't believe on anything at any time at any time. But they're talking about them in this place. They're encountering him. And some said, What will this babbler, this strange man, say? Others, some, he seemeth to be a Settler, a strange God. So here is our Apostle Paul. This is the same Paul that created uh, mass destruction because everywhere Paul went, uh, he turned the world right upside down. He turned the town upside down. He turned what up was right and left and what was left was right. And even at one point, Paul went in the front of a judge and he talked so eloquently and he got so confused uh, that the judge even told him, do you know what? I, 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 I think something's wrong. He says, he says, but uh, Paul says, but I think myself happy. In other words, it don't matter what you say. It no matter what you think. It no matter how you act. I think myself happy. Why? Because I'm in Christ. Jesus, but these Jews had made up in their mind that this Paul, this eloquent speaker, this change man by God, has says this man must be crazy, so maybe we just need to go on. For thou bringest a certain strange thing to our ears. I've not heard such a crazy thing like this. I, I've heard of this uh, this man called Jesus. I've heard uh, of this man, Paul. But if this is the Paul who was y'all, doesn't make any sense to me. So my, my, my philosophy says it must be a lie. My philosophy says it must not be true. My philosophy does not line up with the word of God. So therefore, it must not be true. Because sometimes we try to reason things out when we know that we don't, we, we, we know that we're wrong, but we try to reason things out because we don't want to accept the truth. Here, here was the Jews who uh, was born a Jew like Jesus, but they did not recognize that this Jew would be, would die on a cross for us that all men might have the right to the tree of life, but these Jews did not acknowledge that he was the king. So he began to talk about that this is strange thing. This is a strange man, strange meaning. 21 says this, for all the Artians, sent strangers where they're sent time in another 
else, but either to tell us to hear from here these things. In other words, all these things come to this place. Now, you must understand that this particular place was a, was a Greek Phoenician city, and it was a large city. And any time you get into a lot of a larger cities, even like the modern cities, like in, in Miami or in Florida or in, in, uh, in New York, there's a combination of religious people, religious. God doesn't want us to be religious. God wants to be relational. We relate. We relate to God. We think of God. We pray to God. We admire God. We pray. We know. We know that he's our all in all because it is not a, 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 a form of godliness, but we need to know Jesus for his or himself alone. But sometimes when we get in a place with God, we begin to question who we are and whose we are. When we go through great trials and great problems, because Paul had been through many afflictions, simply trying to teach and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because when God comes in our life fervently, when God comes in our life completely, when God comes in our life to we say to ourselves that, we give us God lest we die. Give us God that we will not be the same again. Give us God that there will be another God just like our God. And here Paul was trying to teach the, the, the supposed to be the well-known, uh, well well-knowledgeable people. There's nothing against education but a man who does not Christ for himself. I don't care how much education you have. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, I don't care how many degrees, I don't care how much money you have in the bank, I don't care how much money you want to have, you decree and declare. But if you don't know Jesus for yourself, all the money can be gone to a mil to to a fool, and you will die, and you will never met your promise. Why? Because you don't know Jesus for yourself. Your mama can't die for you. Your sister can't die for you. Your aunts, your nieces, your nephews, your grandma, your granddaddy. You've got to know Jesus for yourself. And when you know Jesus for yourself, nobody can turn your own world upside down. Well, this was the problem with um, these educated uh, 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 Jews that they believe it was the one way or the highway, but it's not a Jesus way. Again, these Jews decided that it was not a Jesus way, but it was a, a, a Jewish way that they had to do certain things certain times of the day. They had to could eat in certain kind of things at the middle of the night. They had all kinds of festivals. They had all these rituals, but rituals can't get us into heaven. Rituals can't get us into hell. Rituals can't do nothing for us but go straight to hell and a handbasket because you don't know Jesus for yourself. But Paul has 
experience a newness of life. Paul has experienced that his life has changed. Paul has met Christ on the Damascus road, and now his life is changing. But the Jews, they didn't want to understand that God can change somebody. God can change somebody. 21 says again, for all these in Athena and the strangers which were there spent their time nothing else but neither to tell of the hearing to hear something new. In other words, they don't want to hear anything new. They know about the book of Moses. They knew about the laws. They knew everything, but didn't want to hear anything new about Jesus. Because as far as the Jews were concerned, Jesus was just a man. Jesus was not a savior. Jesus was not a lawyer. Jesus was not Rahakadish. Jesus was the God more than enough. Jesus was just a man, a physical man. And therefore, they didn't want to hear all this. They felt like this was superstition. This was crazy. This was crazy. 21 says this, pass by. Behold your devotions. I found an altar in this scripture to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship him and declare I unto you. So Paul says, here I'm walking along. Here I'm walking along with my buds. And you know what? I see this statue. I see this statue. And this God says this. He says, this statue is written to the unknown God. Knowing that Christ is our God. He's not an unknown God, but he is our God. He is our Elohim. He's the God that died on the cross for us. He's the God that got up on the third day. He's the God that spoke. He spoke to the world and said, look at here, I have to go away. Hallelujah. So your comforter shall come. But this scripture tells that the Jews is saying that, that here is something that satisfies the saying to you that for the unknown ignorant, unknown God. I declare this scripture, I declare to this king. So here the Jews are acknowledging there is an unknown God, but he's not acknowledging our Jesus Christ that we worship and we adore. For 24 says this, and God that made the world and all things thereof, seeing that he is Lord, the Lord of heaven. Let's break that down. God that made the world. God is now speaking and saying, I am that God that created the, the world. For he said in his word, for in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was out formed. And God said, let there be light, 
for it was the evening of the morning of the first day. For this is the God that he's speaking of. He says that the made of the same God that made the world and all things therein, and seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in the temple and made with hands. So I'm not a God that looks and lives in a building. I cannot be held into a building. I cannot go to a church where I only hear excitement, 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 and don't tell me about Jesus telling me about my nasty attitudes, my ways, my indignations, my foolishness, my character needs to be washed and cleansed and polished by the blood of Jesus. I, I have to do what God has called us to do. He says, I want you to know that I am that all-knowing, all-encompassing all God. I am, and I don't live in a building. Come on, the come on. The church is not a building. The church is a relationship with Christ. He says in his word, I will not live in a building. I cannot live in a building because I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than you. I'm bigger than the universe. I'm bigger than the stratosphere. I'm bigger than everything that we can see. I can be from eternity to eternity. I am big than enough. So he tells him, God, that made the world. God, you made the world. You created the world and all the things therein. So everything you create, you created the world. You created the world. And after you created the world, hallelujah, you created a man and a woman. And after the man and the woman, hallelujah, there was, uh, when you move on uh, oh, to our forefathers in Abraham, when we go to Joshua, when we go to Deborah, when we go into Habakkuk, when we go out throughout the Bible, uh, God says, I am bigger than that. Uh, I'm bigger than the world. Uh, I'm bigger than your situation. Uh, I'm bigger than your death. Uh, I'm bigger than, uh, hallelujah. We are bigger than the wise train. You are bigger than than COVID-19. You are bigger than than everything you can think or imagine. I can bigger. I am bigger than everything that you can think of. I am big enough. Oh, God, to part the Red Seas. I am bigger than than the God of God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. I am a big. God, I created the world into existence. Uh, Hallelujah. I spoke the heavens and it came to pass. Uh, I spoke the earth and it came to pass. Uh, I spilled everything on the earth. It came to pass. Uh, For I am a big God uh, and I am bigger than that. And you can't hold me in a building. Uh, You can't hold me in a sanctuary. You can't hold me uh, in a situation. Uh, Oh, God, to bleed me dry. Uh, You can't do anything uh, because I I am bigger than your needs. I'm bigger than that. And I dwell not in the temple. Dwell means I live in. So when I dwell in something, I move into 
the situation. So God saying, I'm dwelling into your situation. I'm moving in your mindset. I'm moving in your spirit, man. I'm moving beyond your physical man, but I'm stepping into the realm of the spirit man where you can communicate with God because I'm bigger than that. Hallelujah. Verse 25 says, neither is the worship with men hands. Neither is worshiped with men's hands. And the thought he needs and anything seed he gives to all life, brethren, and all things. Again, God is repeating maybe in a different word. He's saying, I'm bigger than your situation. I'm bigger than your money drought. I'm, 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 I'm bigger than, and when it looks like everything, all break, hell's breaking loose in your life. I'm bigger than that because I'm your God. I am your king. I am your uh, chief cornerstone. I am what God says I am. I, I will die on a cross just for you. I will be raised on the third day uh, between then and there, God. Uh, while they whip me on the way to the cross. What, while he be, he, they beat us down, uh, God, while we get to the cross. Uh, uh, God, they make my face so that my face, when here is, I couldn't be recognized. My, my face was beaten and swollen, and there was no, no de- definition of who I was. Uh, there was a, a bond in my spirit because I know I had to do what God had called me to do. I, I want you to know that some things in our lives, hallelujah, God have called us to do. God calling us. Hallelujah. Like Esther says, I hear God calling me. I hear him. I'm calling me. God's calling us to prayer. God's calling us to righteousness. God's calling us to long-suffering. God's calling us in the midst of our storms. God's calling us when we don't have food to eat, but God's calling us to him because he wants to deal with us. So God wants the best of the best from us. Like the army, one time there was a slogan on the on the army that says, uh, "We are army of one." Okay, we are a army of one. We are one mind, one spirit, one soul, one connection, one entity, one love, one one chest. And that's why David began to say, God, uh, God, forgive me when he sinned with Bathsheba. And he said, God, uh, he said, God, forgive me. Uh, He said, forgive me, God. Uh, He said, just beat me. Oh, God, he said, he said, God, he said, God, David, beat me. He said, purge me, God. He said, God, whatever you do, don't leave me, God. God, whatever you do, don't leave me, God. I can't breathe without you. I can't think without you. I can't go anywhere without you. I can't live. I can't think. I can't breathe. I can't talk. I can't walk. I can't reason. Hallelujah. So God beat me, purge me, but forgive me, God. Hallelujah, God. I want you to know 
that sometimes in our lives, no matter what we go to, you've got to understand that the God we serve is bigger, stronger, wiser, our God, more than everything that we can imagine. I want you to know, and I tell you from every and every now and then, one of my favorite poets comes from Maya Angelou. She was a black woman. She was a woman that wrote poetry about her life. In fact, while she was six or seven years old, she was molested, oh God, by an uncle and an aunt or somebody. But I want you to know, this young woman, she said to herself that I'm going to get up no matter what happens. I'm going to get up, left out, die. I'm going to get up and go for it. I'm going to get up. Hallelujah. No matter what happens, no matter who likes me, no matter who don't like me, nobody what cares what nobody say. I don't care what nobody does, but I know that I know, I know, know that I relieve my Redeemer liveth. Hallelujah. And my angel said, he said, I rise. Oh God, like Jesus. Oh God, like Jesus. On the third day, Maya said, I rise, I rise again, I rise again, undaunted, untouched, unmoved, unchanged, because God is my redeemer, hallelujah, and I know, hallelujah, there is our God, an unknown God, but our God, our Jesus, our God, mother and love, our God of a second chance. Our God forgives us again and again and again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he knows the intent of my heart. And God knows when we keep saying, God, forgive me. And you'll do it again. Purposely again, huh? You do it again, huh? Because you know, huh? That God's gonna forgive you, huh? Hallelujah, huh? Because Christ knows huh, the intent huh, of your heart, huh? He knows huh, the heart, huh, the heart beat huh, in you, huh? He knows huh, the heart beat, huh, the heart strings, huh, the heart of God huh, in you, huh? And when you say, huh, you gonna make up your mind. Huh, of change. And you know what change means? I turn 360 degrees around. I turn around. I turn around. I don't do the same things. I don't go to the same places. I don't act the same way. I don't look the same way. Because I am a new creature. A new creation in Christ. He created me to be mighty. He created me uh, to be anointed. Uh, he created me uh, like a man in his image. Uh, he created me uh, to walk uh, and talk like God. Uh, he created me uh, that when I look in the mirror, uh, I don't see Glenda. Uh, I don't see Deborah. Uh, I don't see Deborah. Uh, I don't see anybody. Uh, but I see God uh, in the image uh, uh, looking like me, uh, locking like me uh, in the manifestation uh, of his glory. Uh, that I walk, uh, uh, come strictly uh, in the word of God. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, for there is no uh, unknown God. Uh, there is our God. Uh, there is Jesus. Uh, uh, the God more than us. Uh, you are the God. 
of a second chance. You are the king of glory. You are the mighty one in metal. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, God. That church is not a building. The church is an attitude. The church is the ecclesia. The outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The temple of saints need a double dose of the Holy Ghost. A double dip of the Holy Ghost. Another dip. I'm sorry. Another dip. Forgive me, Lord. Another dip. Walking and talking like a hoochie mama. Another dip in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we don't pray to an unknown God. We pray to Jesus, the Alpha and the Omega of our spirit man. We Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you now for the own God. There is no unknown God. And the Jews begin to say, Hallelujah. That's something wrong with me. But I beg to differ. Jews, you You confuse. You are lost. You had the best thing that they ever had. Hallelujah. But you're walking in tradition. You walk. Hallelujah. Like you want to walk. You walk in a way. Hallelujah. That is not godly. Hallelujah. You walk. Hallelujah. In tradition. In tradition. Hallelujah. Will take you straight to hell. Hallelujah. Tradition will get you messed up and you won't know will be torn up from the poor. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In tradition. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like the philosophers. They tell. Oh, these people are crazy. Oh, God, these people don't know what they're talking about. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we studied with Moses. They studied with Madeleine Maleo. They studied and they studied. And they're on the studies. They studied and they studied. And there's nowhere in our Bible. Hallelujah. There is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the Jews, the Jews were controlling. The Jews, hallelujah, wanted everything for themselves. Hallelujah. Even today, the lot of Jesus, Jews are very wealthy. Hallelujah. Yes, because God has promised them. Hallelujah. But there's nothing too hard for God. Hallelujah. When you know the God that we know, when you know the God of more than enough, when you knew who he is, the author and the finisher of my faith. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. I want you to know Jesus is real. There's a lot of people saying, I don't know if there's a real Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there is a Jesus. Hallelujah. That looked down. Hallelujah. That over 40 generations and saved us all over again. The same Jesus. Hallelujah. That spoke 
the world in existence, uh, the same Jesus uh, that walked uh, with the sons of Issachar. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, that were wealthy rich uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, the same God. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, the all-wise, uh, the all-knowing God uh, is Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Uh, the blood, the blood, the blood. Uh, the blood, the blood. Uh, oh, God. Uh, he teaches us uh, to believe the blood of Jesus. Uh, the blood. The blood, the blood of Jesus over our minds, the blood of Jesus over our souls, the blood of Jesus all through us, in us, out of us, near us, the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, that the Jews, they were so traditional. Uh, they were so pompous. Uh, they were so arrogant. Uh, they My were all stuffy and opinionated. Uh, they had My already made up their mind. Uh, what they were going to believe uh, is right. Uh, and whatever they don't believe, well, it really don't matter. Because uh, I'm a Jew. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, uh, God. Uh, I think I told you, but I'm going to repeat you again. Uh, I read a book one time, uh, and the book said it. Uh, he said, look at here. Uh, at the time uh, that when Jesus walked the earth, uh, at one point, uh, uh, God, the Jews uh, were considered uh, the Amanosha. Uh, they were considered, uh, uh, God, uh, the enemies of God. Uh, that the Jews, oh uh, uh, God, uh, they fought against uh, every Jesus. Uh, said what Jesus wanted to do. Uh, everything Jesus said, uh, love, oh uh, uh, God. Uh, them stuff folks, uh, them stuffy head, uh, no stiff neck, uh, people said. Uh, it don't take all that. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, looks like we go to some churches now. Uh, it don't take all that. Uh, it don't take all that praying. Uh, it don't take all that fasting. Uh, it don't take all that tongue talking. Uh, it don't take all that. Uh, but I want you to know, uh, but I take it. Uh, I need it. Uh, it keeps me. Uh, it holds me. Uh, hallelujah. Because uh, I know uh, if I didn't keep doing uh, what I'm doing, uh, I probably uh, be a cussing saint today. Oh, God. Because I want you to know there's some cussing saints, some saints that will cuss you one minute and say, praise the Lord the next minute. So some saints, oh, God. They're stiff neck and hallelujah, hallelujah. And the preacher will be preaching for hours and hours trying to get a word in you and you're looking right at them like they can't be talking to me. They cannot be talking to me. I know I'm saved. I know I'm delivered. I know I'm changed. It can't be me. Hallelujah. But I realize when you take this finger and you take one finger and you point it to your chest, but you take the other four fingers and you're going back at those things that you think they're not yours in the name of Jesus. Oh, God. But we serve the all-knowing, all-compassing God, the God more than enough that the Jesus, the Jesus that the Jesus in us is more, more than more than more that we can think or imagine in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We're going to close it now. Oh, God, I want you to take your honosai, take your phones off of mute, and we're going to praise God a little while. Why, God? Off mute. Come on, Saints. I want to hear some noise. 
Hallelujah, huh? Hallelujah, huh? Hallelujah, huh? We thank you now, huh? We praise you now, God, huh? We thank you, huh? For dying on the cross, huh? We thank you now, huh? No matter, God, huh? What tomorrow brings, huh? We thank you now, huh? We praise you now, huh? We thank you, God, huh? Hallelujah, huh? That you spewed, huh? The world to existence, huh? You spewed, huh? You family members, huh? Hallelujah, huh? You connected me, huh? With everybody, huh? I need to be connected with her in the name of Jesus. And we speak in the atmosphere that our children and our great-grandchildren and our great-great-great-grandchildren if the world left will walk in the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Because we know that we serve a mighty, illustrious all-powerful, yes. huh? all-knowing, yes. huh? God more than he knows. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, God. God says this winter, Kataman, But God says, I got everything under control, God. In the name of Jesus, And this time, it not will be adults. Hallelujah. But it'll be children, God. God says nothing to fear, but fear itself. For fear is an animal that's not sent by God, but is sent by the enemy. God said, fear not. He said in your word, God, hallelujah. John 14, let not your heart be troubled. Yes. Anybody on the line that's requesting prayer, you have the time to request it. Amen. Amen. We're going to ask for Bishop Bishop, uh, Gail Gilbert's wife. She's out of the hospital. Um, But they're saying some issues concerning her lungs. Uh, She still has the O2s um, stuck in her nose right now. She's talking now because she wasn't talking then. Amen. Father, I requested because you asked me. But God, I ask you right now, wherever Bishop, uh, his wife is right now, God, I ask you, God, in the name of Jesus, not in my name, God, but in your name, ask you, God, right now to speak into her lungs. Jesus. God, I ask you because I know where they're located. I know where the alveoli in his lungs. I know the bottom, the basis of her lungs on the left and the right. I command the Holy Ghost to go in her lungs now and open them up, 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 up in the name of Jesus. God, I ask you as well while you're working this out. God, work on her heart. Because right now, her heart, heart, there's something in her heart that's not, it's there, but it's a little out of pace because 
of the COVID-19 because of the pneumonia in her lungs. Hallelujah, God. I ask you, God, now in the name of Jesus to go down her trachea, to go down into her lungs. Now in the name of Jesus. Now, Kato Shande Rakataya, the back of her, Pananta, the back of her lungs, God, the deep in the back on the left or the right side of her lungs. I thank you, God, as well. You not only it not only affected her lungs, uh, hallelujah, her heart, hallelujah, but some portion of her spleen or kidney, one of those places, God. So I ask you, Father, because you revealed it, and you only revealed because you heal. And she will testify when she goes back to the doctor again. God says she's a walking, talking miracle. Because at one point they think she wasn't going to make it. Hallelujah, God. Thank you for miracles. God, I am a miracle, so I ask you in the name of my miracle, touch her miracle now. Jesus, have your way, Holy Ghost. Miracle to miracle, God. Miracle to miracle. I'm a liberty miracle. I can walk. I can talk. I can breathe. I can think. I can breathe. God, I am a miracle. I speak from a miracle into a miracle. In the name of Jesus. Have your way, Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Have your way, Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, God. You are a miracle worker. Not for yesterday, for today and tomorrow. You are God of more than enough. And we praise you, God. Just because you're God. Not for the extras, God. Praise you because you are our God. And there was other God. No other God like unto our God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
God is not a church. God is not a building. God is a relationship with his people. That's why you can go to church and come home the same way. Because it was a B, it's a building. It's not a relationship. But when my relationship lines up with Christ, my God, my universe changes. My spirit man changes because now I am no longer reading of Paul, but I'm walking in the mindset of Paul that created havoc everywhere he went because he changed the world around him. And that's what we have to do, change the world around us. We don't move by other things. We have to be moved by the Holy Ghost. Because your mission might not be my mission. Your mission might not be her mission. But whatever God has called us to do and has ordained us, we've got to do. Because God is in charge. Not Amen. You can go ahead and give the announcements and close out. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You can go ahead and, and give the announcements and close out. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I'll go ahead and close out. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you because you let us know who's the king. That that altar sitting there that says to the unknown God. But we don't have an unknown God. Our God is Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. And we thank you, God, that you died on the cross for us. Got up on the third day with all power. And now you said, I have to go away to give me a comforter. Thank you, God, for that, Jesus. Give us the strength to stand in the evil days. Help us to stand no matter what's going on in life. God, I pray for my family on Saturday or my friends that I have to go to a funeral. God, strengthen them in the might. Know that in that death is not a fleeting moment. Now here today and tomorrow we're gone. But while we're here, we got to run on to see what the end is going to bring. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, God. Thank you, saints, for listening for the word tonight. Thank you. I, I, I'm thanking God for all the 19 or 20 uh, countries and 30-something states. God's just moving miraculously on our behalf, and we thank you. Amen. And y'all have a great night tonight. God bless you. Amen. Good night. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you.
Get ready, Saints. Apostle Erica Robinson, founder and CEO of ELR Prophetic Ship Podcasting Network, has put together an all-star lineup that will have you praising and shouting as the truth from the Spirit of God is released. Now mark your calendars and prepare yourself on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Apostle Erica Robinson will be coming forth with Sunday morning manna. And on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pastor Jack Holman will take us to the river in God's Word. And on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the main course is served by Chief Apostle Rodney Tate in apostolic alignment. And for dessert, on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Prophet Linda Lane will cover you in a mantle of prayer. Now you're just a phone call away from your blessing. So call in. The number is 636-422-0344. Again, that's 636-422-0344 on the days and times given. I promise you, you won't regret it. For more information, contact us at elrpropheticshift.website.com forward slash podcast network. See you there.
Lady M, when I say I keep it a hundred, that means I keep it Thank <laughs> you. 